fuck you, Francine, you little bitch. So um, I I can't get enough of that girl. I had a whole podcast with her, and she, I still haven't fired her yet. I don't know why, but she does her job. She does her job. You know she's so, not going to be sounding in the podcast, right? <laughs> I know. Everyone's like, what are you doing? You're crazy. This is going to be the opener before the theme now. <laughs> yeah. And now. Welcome back to another episode of Guitar Gossip. I am your co-host, Dano Disaster, with my other co-host, Kyle Crankstein. Kyle, who do we have on the dock for today? Hey, everybody. What the rock is going on? Uh, so we uh, we have our first guest. It's uh, somebody that's uh, very near and dear to my heart, just because I play with him in a band and rock on stage. And when I was picking bass players at the time, I definitely picked the right guy. So, ladies and gentlemen, I would like you all to put your hands together, honk your horns, uh, scream, do whatever you want. We have Ray from Battlescarred. Ray, what the F is going on, brother? Uh, not bad. Thanks for having me, guys. Anytime, man. <laughs> What's up? Ray's, Ray's a nice guy. Hey, buddy. Hey, you're finally here. You know what? Uh, dude, you guessed it right. How long have I been talking about this, man? Like, come on. <laughs> I know, but like last, well, a couple weeks ago, you guessed who the secret co-host was. And I told you, I promised you, you won an episode on here. And you know what? You got the next episode. So here you are. Hey, man, it, wasn't it wasn't really that hard to guess. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> when I told him, I said, hey, just so you get a heads up on you, buddy. Uh, Dane asked me to do this podcast, so it's not going to take more time away from the band. It's just going to be one thing I do a night every couple of weeks. <laughs> so that was pretty much See? the discussion. See? It wasn't very hard to find out. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Kyle. Don't worry. I've got a backup plan for you. If you ever don't have time, every other member of your band said like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll do it. And I'm just. Of course goldfish. they did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course they did. John's goldfish is actually my second choice. So if Kyle can't do it, it's John's goldfish. Then it's John. Then it's Brad. Then Aaron. And then Ray, I left you at the end just so I wouldn't have to bother you with it. What about John? Did we put John in that list? We just put his goldfish in there. No, I said John was after. John was on. Oh, sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was too busy shuffling papers. See, maybe I should get the goldfish. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I should go bring the goldfish over to Cody's place. Let them meet each other finally. <laughs> Throwback. All right, man. Let, 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 let's talk. Well, let's go. What's going on, dude? Not much. Not much. Just, you know, hanging out in the basement, raising a, a little toddler and uh, trying to live life as best we can. With a mountain of fucking amps behind you. Holy shit. Oh, dude, you don't understand. See this one here? That's yeah. the new one. Oh, that's the that. one you told me about. That's the RD100 I just bought. <laughs> <laughs> so for, those who, for those who don't know, so Ray, Ray and I uh, have been not secretly working. We have we've openly said it. we're we're uh, helping the band out doing our next EP. So in spirit of that, on the third EP, Ray has told me, Kyle, we're going to use real amps, and I'm like, uh, okay. So once he said that, next, like it almost seems like every biweekly, it's hey, look what I bought. Oh, cool. You bought a new EVH. Right on. Second week after that. Hey, look, I bought Cody's uh, 
a Marshall. I'm like, oh, okay, dude. And then after that was like, hey, you like that crack app? I'm like, dude, you got a problem. <laughs> you need to stop. Just a little bit, you know. I got a rant. The Randall Satan was probably the the real crack addiction driving to Ottawa for that one. That was a little bit overboard. Uh, Ottawa. <laughs> Wait, did, wasn't that guy from Quebec that you bought that from? And yeah, he, he met me. Oh, 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 he met you. Okay. Still going to <laughs> Ottawa and back for. Actually, I gotta say, uh, once once we get rehearsing, you should bring that sucker by one night, and we'll. I'll see, see if I can see. My addiction does not. Oh. I told totally you it's going to wear off on you. <laughs> well, it only wears off on me because I didn't spend the money. Because <laughs> it'll be just like, hmm, what do I want to try today in, Re- in Ray's basement? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Are you going to tell, every- tell everyone about the six-member battle scarred? So I can use all this gear too. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck. Come on, guys. Like, do we have to make Dane an honorary member? He did come up on stage and sing backups. He did, yeah. But also we have a merch guy as well, so... I don't know. We, we we're up to like seven. Guys. I can play guitar. I can play bass. I just can't fuck with drums. Okay. Hey, Come you on. know you're talking to the bass player, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see you. You're not behind a curtain. <laughs> oh, that's a hell. That's so a hell of a dig. No, it's okay. Don't worry. Oh, I, I was. I, I used come, to dude? play. Be- yeah. The next show you go, dude. I am so walking on the crowd and headbanging with you. I'm but, gonna. But I'm gonna I, jump on your back. Try it. I'll do it. Why right. not? On your bad sciatic back? Yeah. Hey, at least I'll go down in flames, literally, like fall over and just. Do you, want me to play, do you want me to play Blaze of Glory by Bon Jovi while you're at, while I'm at it? You know how to play that? No, that's, I don't. I'm just going to play it on the right fucking. No, Actually, I'm going to. Johnny's Goldfish, mate. Oh, yes. Johnny's Goldfish could definitely play that for sure. Johnny's Goldfish just texted me. He definitely can play this. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. <laughs> oh, it's all good and fun. That's that's what we said earlier. The 705 scene. It's a big family. We all rip on each other, but we all secretly love each other. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. So let's get into um let's get into what's been going on lately, buddy. Because I know you and I you and I pretty much talk on a daily basis. Yep. So that's that's no surprise there. Um what what have we got going on lately? Because it's one thing if I say it, it's another thing if you if you um pipe up as well so what do we got going on in terms of what's going on in the band really right now just uh working on the new ep me and brad get together almost every weekend and uh try to record drum tracks like that and then i sit there for hours and hours and hours on end turning everything up and lining everything up and doing all the midi stuff which is fun and uh you know other than that slowly uh working away at getting some more merch done uh we did a pre-sale on hoodies so we got some hoodies still left over from that. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Where did you do this pre-sale on hoodies? I did. Oh, I, did we get, did we get ice cream? Hold a second. Did you not watch the look at the Facebook page? I think I even went live and said it three times. Yeah, yeah I really did. Also, I must have been getting ice cream then. Oh Jesus! Ice cream is that your code word for something else? Yeah, man. Everyone gets ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I don't know, what else have we no, got? but seriously, do you got a large? Yeah, dude. I got a couple extra ones. I got a couple extra larges, a couple larges, a couple double XLs. Got a couple okay. extra ones. Even yeah, some zip up ones. I got. I got you. I got yeah. Got a couple. I like zip-ups. the zip up hoodies. Well, I got a couple of those as well because Kyle wanted one. Well, because okay. I gave mine my original one to my uh, merch guy because or our merch guy because he did such a good job and. 
he probably smoked weed in it. And I'm like, all right, well, it's yours now. <laughs> no, you can wash it. Yeah, marijuana is bad. <laughs> nah, it's not bad for you. It's, it's not bad. Deal. Yeah, it's but yeah, what a lot of people don't know is um, the reason why Ray's just so thrilled in doing MIDI drums is because the last record, I did the majority of it. And then Ray said, hey, dude, I don't want. And this is what I love about working with Ray. And this is just me speaking, not as a co-host, just as a band member, is that Ray's always up to, to say, hey, dude, I want to help. So nothing really falls 100% on me. So I've been teaching Ray slowly through messages or face to face or whatever, and just teaching him how to do the drums. And it's I think it's really helped out Brad as well and yep. getting him dialed in. And I just got the... Um, <clears throat> the title track, I'm not going to say the title track. I know people know, probably know what it is, but I'm not going to say it anyway. But I got the title, tag, title nice. track drums. And can I tell them? Can I tell them? I'm no, telling them, right? No, no. <laughs> John's Goldfish. John's Goldfish. Oh, Who's this is, this is going to be one? the theme of like the second oh. season, I swear. What is the other one we came with, John John came up with? Oh, Turtle Mutilation. <laughs> Turtle Mutilation. <laughs> hey, that's our secret project. Quiet. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, it's it, it's um, as as a band member, like not as a co-host, but just a band member. I feel very fortunate that uh, Ray's in this band because he not only steps up to the plate and really gives it his all. He also is uh, an awesome guy who's always there for you and will do anything for you. So that's uh, if if people really want to know what it's like uh, to hang around Ray and be in a band with Ray. It's the best thing in the world. I'm not getting rid of them. You're all going to have to fist fight me to the death to get him <laughs> away from my arms. Like, this Thank is God. it. <laughs> Thank God somebody wants me. <laughs> and not in that way. This is this is, this is strictly... <laughs> strictly platonic. Strictly platonic. <laughs> oh, thanks for the kind words, man. Yeah, I, man I'm always eager to learn uh, stuff like that, especially something like a new venture like recording, right? I've always wanted to learn that. So I started yeah. emulating what you had and copying onto my own stuff and slowly getting there and hopefully uh learn more and more as i go along oh trust me this is never ending i still don't know everything so we're going to be on oh. that journey together i know trust me yeah. i've been reading i've been reading that book and it's like oh my god i don't even know where this begins <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh geez that's, that's perfect that, um what else do we got going on uh, the tie into the recording thing sorry to cut you off right yep tie into the recording thing I used to be super into it. I've kind of fell out a bit. So um, guess what? Now Kyle teaches you. You can teach me, bud. Sure. Come on over, dude. Yeah, I do. Look at all. We got a jam. You literally have enough gear for like all the bands in the scene to play together right now. I've, I've offered to people come over and jam. Mini drum kit, you know, there's amps you can just turn down, whatever, and go to town. Yeah, man. No, but I, I want to learn. I want to get back into it. Obviously, I have my new project and it would be so beneficial to be able to just map out stuff like you guys kind of just mentioned and be able to do that because i got my little brother and we're both kind of on the same page so to have like a kyle ray kind of vibe but in my thing would be perfect so oh dude it'll be magic <laughs> not let's that I'm get my, it let's get not it not that i'm patting my own back or anything so let's let's get into um let's get into actual ray because this is what the podcast is. This is an episode all about Ray. So, Ray, why don't you tell me, and I, I probably already know the answer to this, but what got you into playing music? To be honest? Yeah. I playing into music. I think I was at a younger age, like maybe 9, 10. And uh, my cousin's a bit older than me. And he was just jamming away in his basement. Like, I used to go to his place in the summertime every couple weekends 
in the summer and literally one day he started playing anesthesia and it's like he had this old gibson i don't know what kind of bass it was it's a really odd grabber i think it was and uh he just kept doing anesthesia learning it learning it learning it. i just kept watching him try to learn this thing i'm like man i thought he was playing guitar but he's actually playing a bass so it just got me into it and then listening to music and stuff that he listened to like you know gbh a lot of old punk stuff, uh, day glow abortion, stuff like that. Like just old school metal and old school punk just really got me into it. But like I said, like the most vivid uh, image I have is him playing anesthesia and actually doing the whole thing with the wah pedal and everything. So that kind of like got me into it. That's really not a, a really easy thing to pull off because number one, it's from one of the greatest bass players that ever lived, Cliff Burton. Okay. But it's, it's also it's well how long is that track that's got to be tracks gotta be at least four or five minutes it is oh, yeah. just great oh, yeah. bass oh yeah that's a lot to learn so that's amazing I used to play along with it the actual recording i guess um uh, senior tape it was and that's how he did it but like literally you could hear the difference between his tone and cliff's tone so he knew he was playing it but it was just that's what got me going it's like that and the music i got into it's like it just got me more into it so what was your first bass then or what sorry let me rephrase that what was your first instrument because i assume i like now we've gone in the bass but i know you also play guitar as well so what was your first instrument my first instrument was probably in like grade school and they forced me to play the damn fucking clarinet <laughs> and i fucking hated it i literally trashed that thing i think i broke it twice just to purposely not play the damn thing but literally they finally just gave up took it away and just said don't worry about it here's your like fucking Timpani or whatever the hell a triangle or something like that here beat that for a bit but uh <laughs> but uh no first base uh holy crap man that's going a while back now i think it was a, an old gray with a marble red pick guard profile base it's like a sears home jobby style thing okay i got it at a, a pawn shop on church street i can't remember the name of it to be honest all i know is when you walked in it was a big giant vault door pick up for like 200 bucks i had that thing and then literally stupidly sold it i never should have sold it and my buddy that i sold it to hacked it up and like cut corners and made it like a like an uh eddie van halen was the destroyer ibanez he had he okay. hacked that one up a whole bunch of stuff in it and screws and stuff well my buddy did the same thing it's like i could never get it back but i, I wish i never got rid of it that was my first phase you know what? I kind of, I feel you on that. Cause my very first guitar was a, a Sears. Um, it was a three quarter inch, all black guitar with one humbugger pickup and a single coil in the, in the neck. And it was, it was a, it was a nice guitar. Like it was a Sears jobby, but it worked. And you know, I, I messed with it, played with it, that sort of thing. Oh, Dano showing his first guitar. And um, yeah, it's one of those things I wish I never got rid of. Cause I would have gave to my, I would have, I would give it to Cole, honestly. But I think is it a renegade by any chance? Oh, I don't got see it. Uh, I, th I don't think it was a renegade. I'm pretty sure it was a unicorn, if I remember correctly. It definitely started with a U, but either way, that's this is splitting hairs. So, what was uh, so you, you, um, you developed your style, and it, from what, from what I gather when I'm playing with you and what your influencer, I, I'm, I'm thinking you're more into like the industry punk kind of like death or, um, uh, black metal stuff of like the early nineties. Is, is that, is that fair to say? You're very close. Like black flag, um, minor threat, early Pennywise, 
like for punk influences, Ramones huge. Like I remember listening to Ramones uh, album in my my bedroom at my parents' place, and my mom walks in and goes, "I know this song." I'm like, I looked at my mom strange. And I'm like, "How do you know this song?" She goes, "It's older than you." I'm like, <laughs> "Okay," and that's like a memorable moment because I never thought my mom actually listened to Ramones, but she actually did. So that kind of shocked the hell out of me too. Plus the fact that I was really stoned at the time. That didn't help either. But anyways, but uh, marijuana is bad. Marijuana is terrible. Um, I don't even know what kind of drugs I was on at that point in time. It could have been something heavier at that point, but I I won't go into that story. But um, (laughs) no, but like, um, what else was influenced by early Cannibal Corpse for sure. DSI, stuff like that. Like a lot of early death metal. Um, Death was a big one too. I love Terry Butler. What a hell of a bass player. Original Godfather of of uh bass player for death metal you can't get any better than him now i see him i've had a beer with him when he was in six feet under i had a beer with him at the uh, opera house that was awesome sat oh, down really? 20 minutes and had a beer with him him and um the guitar player at the time who was from another uh, death metal band at the time too i can't remember his name but sat down had a, ba- had a beer with him signed my cds and uh that was pretty fun but uh, a lot of stuff I listened to was my again still the Megadeth and Metallica stuff like that too. But I don't know. I always ventured more to the harder side or the or the faster side. I didn't like playing the generic stuff that everyone does. What's your What's your take on Johnny Christ from Avenged Sevenfold? <laughs> Do you really want to know? <laughs> Not yeah. a fan, dude. Dude, to be honest, I love Backcountry. Love the tune. Love the tune. Love I, I love the jam it so that. I and I don't mind a couple of tracks on Nightmare. I, I what was it Mike was it Mike Patton the drummer that filled in for them? Was it Mike Patton? Uh, Mike Mike Patton. Portnoy. Yeah, he used to be with Portnoy. 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 So Portnoy. He filled in with them, and like that, those two albums were phenomenal. I, I love those two albums, but I'm just not a huge fan of them. I've seen them live twice because I want to see bands before them. And, you know, he stick around for the headliner. Obviously, I think one show they were the co-headliner, and they played before whoever it was. I think it was. I can't remember who it was. We went to the same show. I know what you're talking about. It and was then, Rockstar Uproar and yep. Disturbed was the headliner. Yeah, I think that was the one, yeah. It was in Toronto at the Bolson Amphitheater. Yep, and then they played another show. I think it was him and Rob, them and Rob Zombie, I think, if I'm not mistaken. No, they, not sure. it was it, them and Korn. Oh, Korn. okay. That was it. Korn was the co It was the other Uproar Festival like two years later. Yeah. and I Asking I, Alexandria Trivium. Oh, yeah, I didn't even know who those bands were at the time either. I just went because I literally wanted to see, like, just go, I got free tickets to a show. So my buddy has a, a box there and for his company, and we went. Yeah, <laughs> I, I knew some of the bands again. But the I'm, thing is, like I said, I'm, I, I'm not huge into them, but I, I respect what they've done with, and especially the people they've influenced, like yourself, Dane, and uh, you. everyone else that's come along. But they're just not me, man. Like, literally, like, you want to go 90s, late 80s, early 2000s? That's probably as far as I go for people that influenced me. Like, my main influence in playing was Jason Newstead. It wasn't even Cliff Burton. Like, there's Jason Newstead, Dave Elfson, uh, Terry, Terry Butler. Uh, who else is there? Oh, fuck. There's so many of them that are out there. That you're, one of the, you're one of the first people I've ever met that said their one of their main influence was Jason Newstead. I always hear Cliff Burton. I hear all these other bass players, but I find Jason Newsett doesn't get the love and respect he deserves. Cause man, oh. that dude rocks. Dude, like, my friend misery. That is his song. Yeah. Blackened. That guy is living off the royalties of that song because he wrote it. Like 
come on, man. Like he's done some great stuff, but the thing is he's always in the shadows, man. And even his stuff like uh, Echo Brain, if you ever listen to Echo Brain, I feel if you give it a chance. Yep. Awesome stuff. Awesome. It's like rockabilly, but it, it's amazing for what he is, for what it is. And then he did his own side product, Newstead, that I saw at yep. Rock Festival. That was amazing. Then he came out with Dave Mustaine. They played Fanbard. I'm thinking, yeah, two ex-Metallica guys doing a Metallica song. That sounds better than sometimes than they play it. Oh, but man, like, that's awesome. Like I'm, like I said, I love Metallica. And as soon as the Black Album hit, I didn't, I, I'm one of the few people that didn't mind Load and Reload. Actually, I actually um, my first Metallica record was Reload, actually. I know how to play almost every song on Load. So... I didn't mind that, but and Saint Anger, I like the tune. Don't like the album, but I like the mm-hmm. tune. Get okay, the trash can thing has got to go. You know, well, Bob Rock. You know, we want to experiment, but just don't do it today. <laughs> yeah, I, I have my reservations for that album as well. I don't even count that in the repertoire. That one in the Lulu uh, with. Uh, I have with, that. Do you? Yeah, I have that a CD with the uh, what's it got the, the uh, Lou Reed. Lou Reed, that's it. Yeah. I have that CD in here somewhere. Yeah, I I didn't even bother buying it. I was like, no, I'm just going to put it under my truck tri- tire and drive over it because I'm like, no way, man. I think I've listened to it once, man. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm chiming in. Yeah. This is this is the funny thing about music. Like, I love both you guys. You guys are awesome. Great oh. dudes in general. Great musicians. Like, just down to earth, real people. But everyone can like different music. I am that guy that can't stand Metallica to the point where when I met Avenged Sevenfold, it was during the Hardwired tour by Metallica. And it was Voltbeat, Avenged Sevenfold, Metallica. During Voltbeat, I met Avenged. Then I went and watched the rest of Voltbeat, watched Avenged. And when Avenged was done, I left because I didn't want to stay for Metallica. Like, oh. flat out, I re- I'm not you kidding. I respect I walked, I walked out after but here's the thing <laughs> yeah exactly i i would have stayed but in all fairness zach inventions just signed my tattoo and i was contemplating getting a tattooed his signature on it but i rocked out so hard during their own set that by the time we got out it was gone it was just like a bunch of black permanent marker just smudged all over my side <laughs> And I wanted to catch the go train home. I lived in Brantford then, and it only went to Aldershot, and my car was in Aldershot, so it was the only thing that made sense. But I'm not going to lie. I If a Metallica song comes on the radio, like I'll probably know it. Like I respect them. They're great musicians. Like Exactly like Ray said, it's just not for me. And you know what? That's okay, because there's some musicians that uh, I, I respect, but I just can't stand listening to them. And I just turn off the radio or I, I change the channel because I'm like, this, this is driving me freaking crazy. I'm okay. I, yeah. And everybody's allowed that. You're always allowed to. The funny, like thing is, like. the funny thing is with Metallica, right? I didn't mind them up to like St. Anger album. And after that, it's just, I, I, I couldn't get into them anymore. I literally couldn't. Like they got one of my favorite bass players of all time, Robert Chihilo. Could not get into it anymore. Just couldn't. And I love Robert when he was in freaking Suicidal Tendencies and Infectious Grooves. Like a phenomenal bass player. If you ever wanted to replace Cliff Burton with somebody, that was him. He, he might even be better. I think he is, I, actually. Another guy that doesn't get much love. His son is unbelievable. What, Ty at 11 years old, jam with corn? Yeah. Or like, like, are you kidding me? He's 11. That's the yeah, dream. I saw that. That's that was the dream. wild. <laughs> like, but the thing is, you know, like, I just couldn't get into it. Like, even like, I still kick the can at Megadeth and I keep going and going and going. And like, okay, they're going to put another album. 
coming up soon. I've heard a couple of the tracks and some snippets. I, it's heavy as hell, but Dave, you might not be able to sing no more, dude. <laughs> like, you know, like let's go back to like Countdown to Extinction when you had the snarl and stuff like that. And ever since then, you just lost it. But I, I love the music still. Like, Dave, like, come on, I got flying V's in the behind me right here. <laughs> like that that was a main influence for me to playing guitar. That's my first guitar, my Jackson Flying V. Dave Mustaine, man. That's what got me to start playing guitar was him and Danzig. Okay. That's <laughs> guitar gossip. Literally right there. Boom. Thank you. Yeah. Dude, that's, there's so many influences I have. Like I'm all over the map, like from Tom Petty, Meatloaf, uh, Danzig, uh, like everything, man. I'm into everything. It's just, it's unreal. Like you cannot get by me with some stuff. Like you name a band, I could probably either heard of it or know of it. Yeah. Hey, just touch on the Meatloaf. Yeah. To touch on the Meatloaf thing. Rest in peace to such a great musician and an actor. Like, I don't yeah. care what anyone says. My, one of my my favorite movie. No, it is. I don't care. It's not one of my favorite movie of all time is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And Meatloaf's portrayal or Meatloaf's portray of um, Eddie was fucking phenomenal. I love it. It's one of those songs that I can put on Spotify and still listen to. Like that guy was the fucking man. And then bat fucking um bat out of hell. Fucking great fucking album. Amazing. Dude, my mom still that has that on eight track. Eight track, I have, really? Yeah, my, my mom, mom still has, has like on eight track. Vinyl. That's <laughs> amazing. I think so, I own two CDs. I think my mom has a vinyl in the eight track. The funny thing is, when I was a kid, my mom used to play the crap out of that eight track and record, right? All the time. When I saw that cover, it scared the shit out of me. And literally, I was like, what? 1977 when it came out? I think it was like five or six when I first saw it. And the funny thing is, that cover still to this day makes me want to listen to death metal more. I don't know why. Every time I see it, it's like I think a death metal cover. And, it, and eventually, just, my, the funny thing is, I saw a Slayer cover. I think it was Rain and Blood or something like that. And that, once again, that's what got me into it. Because of the artwork. <laughs> Yeah, so the thing about the Bad Out of Hell album, at least the cover of it, it's so deceiving because you think it's going to be like the nasty shit that we play, like you and I play, mm-hmm. and it's not. Mm-hmm. It's it's rock opera kind of thing. It's got yeah. a story. It's like, was it um, very Queenish? Very oh, Queenish. Yeah. That's right. Uh, what's it? Um, help me out, guys. Uh, by the dashboard lights. Uh, dashboard lights. Okay, so. Me and Leah got in this discussion. We were going for a drive, and this was like I think the day after. Meatloaf deck because I was like, I wanted to hear uh, anything love, but I won't do that, which is another discussion I like to get into. <laughs> but but listening to that uh, song and then just hearing the lyrics and then me and I got discussions like it's really funny because it's like this guy's pushing 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 to get laid and then the girl goes wait a minute if we're gonna do this you're gonna have to give me the house you're gonna have to give me a house you're gonna have to love me the rest of my life blah 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 all these huge asks and rightfully so <laughs> but he goes. You know what? Maybe we'll sleep on it, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll circle back to this discussion. It's like he just backs right off, like, "Oh no, you're crazy! <laughs> this ain't happening." But before we move on to the next topic, I because Meatloaf has passed, and I know it's been a few days, but let's take a moment of silence and just for his honor, and then we'll get into other discussions. So let's just moment of silence. Moment's over. Okay. <laughs> 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 oh, oh shit okay so we're um so i I, have, I play with you a lot ray and the band and i you're you're you're, you're just as much as a gearhead as i am so oh, why yeah. don't you walk us through your uh live rig 
Uh, and I know you did it on the vlog you and I did um, when we did the December 12th show, but just go through it again. What's uh, what is the Ray battle scarred rig? <laughs> well, right now, right now for it's a mixture between two guitars. It's literally my Schecter Nikki six or the, ESP2. I love Nikki six. I love him. <laughs> That's that bass I play. That's a Nikki Six bass. I know, dude. Nikki Six is my fucking favorite. I, we'll get into that, dude. I couldn't didn't really appreciate him until about five six years ago when he used to have that TV, that uh, radio show Six Sense, and then I really got into him. Then I started to appreciate him more. I just thought he was a drugged out weirdo, but and that broke great tans and loved sex and drugs. But that's another story for another day. Who does? Anyways, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but anyways, that's that's basically where I start was with those two bases. I'll be using those mainly for everything right now because uh, my Warwick so, is done. So what's your I'll second base again, Ray? I didn't. Uh, we didn't get that. E- ESP Stream Two. That right. I, and then basically into a wireless system that goes into a dark glass symmetry, uh, radial tone bone. Then it goes into a BK7, uh, dark glass BK7. Basically, the BK7 and then radial tone bone, I could use them as XLR outs. That's what I'm going to be using for recording on this one. And then it flows into my Ampeg Classic head and into an 810 Ampeg Classic cabinet. It's a pretty simple setup. It does the job. It's meat and potatoes. I know a lot of guys are switching over to these uh, processor pedals and you eliminate the amps and and you just uh, plug into a board and go. But uh, I'm not into that, man. I like to hear myself on stage, right? And with those processor pedals, you have to run, I guess, monitors to it or something? Uh, like a power or, amp or something. You can even power it through a, a 412, but that's just a lot, no, of, like, lot just, of work. To me, it's not... I, I guess I'm old school, man. I love that stuff, right? I know a lot of guys switching or switching over, but I still love playing through an amp. I love that. I love that feeling of standing in front of my amp behind you <laughs> and feeling like <laughs> the back of my head and my shirt rattling. Like, you know what I mean? Like while I'm playing, man, we got to get bigger stages around here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did. We Dan and I did talk in the last um, conversation we had where we sh- they should get Mavericks open once um, things set, once things are open. Cause that's a nice big stage. And I, I bet you we could do like a whole giant, like everything's open party and then just have like a bunch of bands in the Mavericks. Like, yeah, I think could, that, that'd be a thing. Could, we could do like a Sepultura that live, their live CD, have uh, all Pantera, them and some other band that they were doing. there playing Kaiwanis on the drums. I think there's like 12 of them playing it. Holy shit. That acoustic, <laughs> that acoustic tune they have on KSAD. There's 12 of them playing it. It's pretty crazy. Oh, geez. We don't need that many people. We got Brad. He's like 12 people. <laughs> dude, dude, you were missing out on so much of seeing him play here. Holy crap. He's so relaxed. Like, literally, it's, he's like, uh, it's, it's like, uh, what do you think of this? I go, dude, it's your instrument. You do what you want. Mm-hmm. You want to play that? That's what we're playing, man. It's, it's your thing. Yep. And he's so relaxed. And you've heard some of the stuff we've already done and some of the changes that he's from jamming till now. And you're looking at it like, you didn't do this when we're jamming. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's because I'm not there and I don't, you know, like it's like I told you, like uh, I'm a firm believer. Sorry, we're getting off you a little bit, but I'm a firm believer of if if two people work the best together, don't throw a third ingredient in there because it might screw the whole thing up. So mm-hmm. that's, that's why I kind of stay back a bit because whatever you, you two are throwing out there and I'm, and I'm catching it like through my ears. I like, I literally dance around this whole friggin' uh, <laughs> area I have. Cause after that, 
rough mix we did of that of our title track, I could already see the music video in my head as I'm like rocking out playing air guitar. Like, <laughs> so want to see it. I know you do. <laughs> no, no, no. That's no, no. No one wants to see that. I, I just look like a fool. No, no. The title track name. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. I know. I'm trying not to say it. All right. John, John's goldfish. John's goldfish. Hey, you never know, man. Maybe we'll surprise everybody. Have a big giant goldfish on the cover. That's what the name is. Or draw with a fishing pole. Hold me to it. I don't care. Dano disaster. Let's go. January 26th. It's called John's Goldfish, the new EP from Battle Scarred. (laughs) Let's fucking go. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. All right. So you had you you kind of named off three um three bass players that inspired you in your life. Sorry, Dane. I'm kind of taking stuff from your old like formats and everything buddy but where would yeah, you what yeah. the fuck dude well you're the <laughs> you no it's said... okay honestly honestly it's good I, I i told kyle i'm like i'm gonna test waters you're gonna run the show i'm gonna like take a back seat and watch dude, you go you and ask me anything you want he's I'll killing it yeah okay but no kyle is killing it kyle is the best co-host i could ever ask for Kyle, I'm blessed to have you, buddy. Thank you. Oh, thanks. Keep Clark. going. I got you. I'm backing you up. You, All right, you're, cool. you're rolling with this. <laughs> All right. So if you were to rank the top three bass players that you mentioned, or multiple bass players you mentioned, it doesn't have to be in a particular order, or can be in order from best to well, you know, third best. Where would you rank all those bass players? Your top three. Uh, top three. Yeah. I saw many that influenced me. It's unreal. Um, third, I'd have to say Dave Ellison. As okay. as much as the crap has gotten on with him in the last year, that his playing is what defines him, not what he's done in this stupid pastime. Mm-hmm. And trust me, like I've taken a lot of flack for that for people actually saying, "Well, you yeah, actually like, whatever," you know. Mm-hmm. Go listen to go to listen to fucking uh, Rust in Peace and any album before then. Then tell me that, mm-hmm. especially Rust in Peace. But anyways, um. Oh fuck! It's hard to pick a top two. I know I had the same problem. <laughs> I, 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 it's a toss up because I know what my number one's going to be. It's the second one that I, I'm debating on because I mentioned Robert, and he's one of the ones I actually really love. Well, I'll, playing. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll bend the rule a little bit. Why don't you have a, a tie for second place? Who's who's tied for second place? To be honest, Robert and uh, the Terry Butler was his name. The guy from Six Feet Under and Death. Like mm-hmm. those guys. Um, oh. How can I forget Alex Webster? Alex Webster. I was wondering when you're going to pipe that in. Half my rig is based on him, man. You know that as well as I do. (laughs) I know because you told me, and I'm very surprised you didn't bring him up in the last 45 minutes. Hey, man, like, dude, like, I'm completely gaffed. This is all new to me, right? I'm being put on the spot here. (laughs) I'm not one for being public speaking or being put on the spot, but number one is. It's mostly you and me talking. Oh, that's true. Dane's just sitting there rocking out in the background, sipping on something. He's just chilling. <laughs> no, I told Kyle to like do it, and you, you're having some great topics. So why would I chime in and fuck shit up? And I'd say number okay, we'll say number one, number one and two definitely a uh, uh, tie. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one would definitely be Alex Webster and Jason Houston for gotcha. sure. Yeah, yeah, I see that a lot in your playing too, just the way you kind of go. Because when uh, this is how Ray and I kind of hooked up. Um, just for a quick story, and he can attest this as well. They uh, hooked up. They hooked up, guys. You <laughs> like, heard it here. No, Guitar yeah. awesome. Not in that way. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I love these guys. We all hooked up then. Yeah, we he all hooked up. up. 
Hey, he wants to hook up with us, I think. <laughs> Probably. Anyway. Hi, Ray. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to edit all that out. Anyways. <laughs> on. No, we don't edit stuff out. This is this is guitar <laughs> gossip. We just shoot this shit. This is real. You know, this I'm is real. <laughs> as real as it gets. Do you want to know what's funny? Hold on. Kyle, one sec. The first time I interviewed Ray was when I was in Disaster and him and Brad were in the same chat. I interviewed your whole yep. band. Yep. So there was you, there was John, there was Aaron, and there was Ray and Brad. Yep. But I kept confusing it. So it was like Bray. Yeah. And Rad. Bray, Bray and Rad. <laughs> that, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty fucking dope. But, yeah, no, I love that guy. And ever since then, he's like, get me on your podcast. Get me on your podcast. Hi, Ray. You're on the podcast. You're on the podcast now, buddy. Yay. All right, yeah. Kyle. I like yeah. I like I got a tear in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> so just in the beginnings of Battlescarred, um, or at least this iteration of Battlescarred, which is now the 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 main creature. Um what what were you uh, before you, you and I started speaking? What was uh, being a musician like beforehand? Uh, like, did you do uh, any big shows? Uh, were you in multiple bands? Like, anything you, a, you'd like to touch on? I've been in quite a few bands. The one band I was in was uh, DWA Driven with Aggression. I was in that since high school with all my high school friends. I still talk to them once in a while. I don't know what's going on there. It's, I, I assume it's pretty much done. I don't know. But, um, other than that, I was in a couple other bands. I filled in with a lot of bands um, that need a bass player. Like if, uh, a friend of mine, I think broke a, broke his arm or leg. I can't remember which one. It's been so long now. And literally, I filled in for their band for a couple of shows. Uh, I played a band called Whore. That was pretty funny with a couple of buddies of mine. Actually, it's the songs I have are songs from that that I'm bringing to Kyle now. We're just revamping some of the stuff and taking rips and pieces and taking it apart. But um, uh, Fucking right, I am. I'm proud of it, damn it. But other than that, like big shows, um, I remember playing downstairs at the cathedral. I forget what band we opened up for. Like a, like a medium style death metal band from um, somewhere. I can't remember. I think it was States. I don't know what the name was. I can't remember offhand. And then Noel from uh, Inertia, I think it was Inertia Entertainment. I think it was Noel. I'm pretty sure he was running that show. Don't quote me on it, but uh, asked us, hey, the band upstairs that plays on now backed up. Do you want to play upstairs? So we bring all our gear, we go upstairs, and we open up for emulation. Oh, shit. Which literally, they've been around for like a long time now, because I have a few of their CDs, right? And we opened up for them. Those guys were weird. Oh. Uh, we opened up for Anvil at Nags Head North. That's how long ago that was. Nags Head North, I don't think it's been around for 20 years at least. <laughs> Well, we opened up for Anvil and outdrew them and sat. We sat there for two hours listening to the Lips and uh, the drummer and I can't remember his name, Reiner. I can't remember. But sat there for the two hours and playing. He told us basically have a backup plan if you're into music because they do because they run a landscaping company in Markham. It's pretty funny. Oh shit, really? Yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, he was telling us all about it. He goes, "You may be big here. If you're not big at home, you're nothing. You're never gonna. It's just not gonna happen, right?" Mm -hmm. Those guys, ever since that movie came out, what, quite five, six years ago, they blew up again, man. They, and God love them, man. Their music's fucking awesome. I love it. And I don't know what else we've done. Skin Lab, the bass player actually used my rig and uh, told me if you were broke, he'd pay me for it. That was hilarious. And then signed my CDs. 
<laughs> oh, there's oh, so many shows we've done. It was like it's crazy, crazy that you said he used your uh, rig because he blew up his. That's why. The, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. The lead guitar player of Killswitch Engage used my rig. Really? True story. Yep. Joel or Adam? Uh the the tall fucking guy. I don't Adam. know. Kills. Okay. Yeah. How did that happen, dude? Um, I used to an old friend of mine um, in London has a studio, and I was living at the studio, and they were playing Rock the Park in London, Ontario, the next day, and yeah. basically the promoter for London, Brandon Needy, huge fucking guy. He runs summer um, summer camp productions, and he's the one who puts on all the fucking shows in London. Great dude. But anyways, he reached out and was like, yo, um, do you guys still have the studio? Can we have a KSE come uh, rehearse? And my buddy didn't know who they were at the time. So he looked it up and then he asked me, I'm like, yo, kill switch engaged. I'm like, yeah, man, like do it. And um, <laughs> rest in peace to my old little cat, Yoshi. But they actually made a video and they posted it to the studio's um, Facebook page. And they were like giving a shout out to my little cat, Yoshi. <laughs> and um my critch two by twelve, which I have just just chilling there. Um Adam from Kill Switch Engage. Thank you, Kyle and Ray, for clearing that up. He uh used it. And if you go look on their studio page, you can see the picture. But uh yeah, it's pretty crazy. Apparently, they've signed the inside part of it. I'm not hundred percent sure I haven't opened it up, but um, yeah, there's some little nostalgia there. Oh man. It's amazing how some of us get in touch with all these big bands one way or another, either like run into a coffee shop, having a beer or just sharing stage with them. I, I ran, I've run into Derek Wimbley from some 41. I don't know how many times downtown Toronto back in the day. Oh yeah. Walking down queen street or younger river. You just see him walking down. It's like, okay. <laughs> like, on. My favorite was um, my guitarist at the time. I can't remember if, if it was, I know. My guitarist at the time, where was the band I was in, literally watched Dimebag walk up and down the street. Had no clue who he was. Just walked up and down. For some reason, he wasn't in the Pantera. And so I'm jamming. I don't know if you've seen the Pantera 2 video, where he's jamming with a little pig nose amp on his, on his waist. That's in Toronto. My buddy, wait, met him that, that, my buddy met him that day when he was doing that. He didn't have a clue who he was. He met a living legend at the time and didn't know who he was. Well, is he really your friend? I, I haven't talked to him in decades, but you know, he's still around. <laughs> I was <laughs> gonna say, uh, if you haven't talked to him in decades, that's not your friend. <laughs> oh, no, not anymore. But like, it's just funny stuff like that you see, and that, that you never like, it just happens, right? Like, famous people, celebrities all the time. Yeah. You them and makes no this happens. Well, it's funny. I actually, a couple of years back, I met, uh, oh, God, I can't remember his name now. So I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for those who, uh, <laughs> who are screaming at me now, but the lead singer of dream theater. Fucking James Labrie. Thank you. So James Labrie and I'd seen him a couple years prior when they, um, when they opened up for iron maiden in Toronto. So I had an idea what the guy looked like. So I'm in the Starbucks on Bayfield street, uh, right by the Walmart. And I'm looking at this guy and he's all threaded out. You're like, not like obscenely threaded, just like casually. And I'm looking at the guy and I'm like, geez, I know that guy from somewhere. And I'm just, it's pondering me. And finally it clicks in my brain. Holy shit. That's, that's the lead singer of dream theater. So, you know, 
yeah, ballsy me, go right up to him and say, excuse me, I hate to bother you. Um, are you the dream, a singer from Dream Theater? And he said, oh, actually, yes, I am. And then we got in this whole talk and he was with his wife and I didn't want to bother him too much because, you know, it's musicians and their time off and that sort of thing. But he, he was happy to say, hey, this is kind of what we've been going on. This is what we've been doing. Blah, 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 blah. And I told him, I said, well, thank you so much. I said, listen, I don't want to bother you anymore. Like, I know you're home for a certain period of time and I know that's precious to you. So thanks so much for the conversation. Say hi to John for me. And he said, oh, very much, man. Thank you very much. And took off. So it's just amazing how you run into people and they're just the nicest people. I just recently found he was Canadian. He lives in Toronto. Like, wow. I didn't know. No, he literally lives in Midland. Yeah, I was going to say he lives in Midland. Yep. I thought it was Toronto. Oh, no, I, I'm friends with his nieces. Shut okay. up. No way. Yeah, there's, yeah, no. Oh, well, see, small world, right? Yeah. All right. So, Dane, I'm going to throw it over to you, buddy. Uh, if this is the segment that Dane likes to call this or that. <laughs> okay, Ray. This or that. What did you say? I'll be surprising you, probably. Okay, fine. I, I don't I don't even want to roll with this like <laughs> <laughs> I'm too hard to describe. It's the key. No, it's okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, He Man or Transformers? That's a tough one, man. I was more of I was in both, but I, I have to go with Transformers, man. I have to. Why? Why? I, I watched them more, and I probably had more of those toys than there was anything man <laughs> and yet like, you post more he-man memes than anything because <laughs> uh, dude the transformer ones are just really weird <laughs> like they're just a little too far out there that you know i'm a 44 year old man it just looks weird but then again it probably just looks equally weird with he-man stuff hmm, maybe should we think this <laughs> i have to reevaluate my life well i am right. watching a new cartoon <laughs> okay misfits or Fear Factory. <laughs> Dude, that's not even the same caliber, man. It's Misfits for sure. I'm sorry, okay? There's two of us. Eh? <laughs> Fear Factory, All right, dude, let's go. Fear, dude, I love Fear Factory and, and love playing Replica, but nah, Misfits, man. I, that band influenced me way too much. Okay. How about a Camaro or a Ford pickup? Hmm. Are we talking about reliability or fun factor? I'm talking about in your, all whatever, around. Whatever was in your driveway. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, the only one that is my driveway that runs is my Ford pickup. The two Camaros, well, well, one's sitting on a hoist and the other one's running, but not very well. <laughs> it needs a little more work. <laughs> I guess I'll have to go with the Ford for now for reliability of getting me to work it back. All right. Um how about Drive by Aggression or what's what's that band? Uh, that Battle Scarred. What about them? Drive by Aggression or Battle Scarred. Drive by Aggression will be Battle Scarred because Drive by Aggression is not the right name. <laughs> yeah. Driven with aggression. <laughs> All right, so we're cutting this part out. My co-host. <laughs> I guess the typo didn't make it through. Stupid Siri. <laughs> yeah, fucking Siri. <laughs> I already um, knew the answer to that one. I just wanted to throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all good. It's all good. Okay, here I got a bunch. I just got top of my head. Pizza or tacos? Oh, that's a fucking hard one, dude. Yeah, it is a hard one, and you have five seconds answer. 
Four. Guac, 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 Mexicali grill, man. Dude, I'll have to go with tacos. All right. Pizza or steak? Steak. Yes. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Doritos. Neither. I don't like chips. Whoa. Ooh, I just learned. I'm not a chips fan, dude. <laughs> I'm not a chips fan. Are you a real person? I think so. I'll say, let me pinch myself or kick myself in the nuts or something. <laughs> All right. Okay. First off, I would love to see you kick yourself in the nuts. <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, I, don't do it. Sit down. Sit down. I'd be more like heel. More like heel to the nuts more than anything. <laughs> okay. I don't well, think I, I could do it. Oh God, Dane's gonna do it. <laughs> I, I don't even think it's possible. Yeah, this is this is worthwhile watching this. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's no. close. You get the Come upper on. five. I heard you're an amateur contortionist, motherfucker. The fuck, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm a master of all trades. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> no, master of all tra- trades, jack of none. <laughs> no, it's jack of all trades. As in jack shit. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Okay. All right. I- uh, I got one more, one more for you. It just came off the top of my head, there, buddy. Dime bag, Daryl, or Dave Mustaine? Dime. Dime. Dude, I have a dime guitar. I have dime all over this room here. <laughs> Dave, okay. I, dude, I love Dave and his playing style, but that dime is definitely one way more influencer on me. Walk or domination? Damn you! Yeah, that's a fucking tough one, man. Walk or domination? I think I'd go with Domination. I love the riff. I love Walk, but it's 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 the only song any radio station will ever fucking play with. It's not the yeah. only song you fucking have. I agree. I agree. I agree. Domination. I would have picked Domination too, dude. Domination's a pretty solid tune. Come it's on. a very good line. Fart stinks like a motherfucker. That's awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go into it. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. What How long the it took fuck? me to figure that out? It took me forever to figure that out. I'm like, what the hell is Vinny Paul saying? It's like, fart stinks like a motherfucker. I'm like, Holy shit. Shit, literally. Poop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. Maybe got, ah! maybe got pink eye. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, you got any more, Daniel? Ask away, um, dude. Come on. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Outdoor shows or indoor shows? So, like, Ooh. festival or indoor? I've only done one outdoor show, and it was fucking awesome. It was in Aurelia about 20 years ago or more. I think it was a teenager then. And literally, I got smashed beyond belief. I tripped over a couple of wires and almost ended up off the stage. That was about six feet in the air. <laughs> Fuck. But, but it was one hell of a show. I was pretty tanked. But um, the vibe of an outdoor show, because I've only done one, who will always be with me. So I kind of don't know if, if I want to do an outdoor show. But obviously, I'd do it, obviously, if we did one. Yeah. You know, no happy sailings or anything like that. But uh, know, I, was, um, I was just going to ask that. <laughs> as a <bit> or that. <laughs> no happy sailings at all. But, you know, I'd do it again for sure. But uh, it's a toss-up, man. I could do either or. I, I don't mind doing either or. Really. Beautiful. At Beautiful. least, you know, if we do outdoor shows, we can make up our own pyros. As long as we don't burn the stage down and pull a great white. Yeah, don't do that. That's not a good thing. <laughs> there you no. go. There you go. Happy, happy sailing, motherfuckers. Yeah. All right, Kyle. I, I don't have any more, man. That guy well, Ray had some amazing answers. Some those, people just like straight up, just like this, that, this, that. No, but Ray had really good explanations as to why. So I'm gonna accept all those answers. I'm gonna pass it back to you, bro. All righty. Okay, Ray. So getting into more, just more of the um, 
what's going on currently and stuff like that. We're, um, as, as we've both explained, we are working on an EP uh, currently right now. What are some of the things, and this is just you and me talking and whatnot, what are some of the things you'd like to see Battlescar achieve, uh, either personally for yourself or as us as a band? What's what's some of the things you would like to see? Personally, myself, I'd like to achieve, probably get a lot better at the playing. I still have a lot to work on. I'm self-taught, so there's a lot I can learn. I've learned a lot actually from you and from Johnny, mm-hmm. uh, especially notes and chords and playing like high and low or octaves and stuff like that. I'm still learning that from you, but I just want to learn personally as myself, better player and get a little more cleaner and more tighter and on time. I know I'm a little sloppy at times, but that's the way I just play. I've been playing like that forever. It seems to get me by. Um, Band-wise, fuck, dude, that's so much. Um, I'd like to see us play a lot more shows, hook up with, you know, Dane and his new band hook up with any of the local bands that want to play and just keep playing and plugging away, try to build the scene up a bit more. Or like, I, I love to have this. I'd love to do a festival of some sort. If we could all plan it between all the bands of 705 to literally do an all day outdoor festival, you know, 20 minute sets, 25 minute sets and start one day and just start like fucking 10 o'clock in the morning and go to like midnight. I would, I'd love to have that. Somebody like literally, 705 bands on, like just from the local area, like nobody outside, just do that. Um, pretty cool idea. That's, that's an idea I had, right? I don't know how you make it happen, but I'm pretty sure the, the, the queen of the industry, Julian, or Julian can help us. Yeah, I was going to say the queen of the scene will queen probably of figure scene. Sorry, queen of the scene. My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, that's no, no. It, it's going to be a pure grain promotions with oh, yeah. guitar gossip putting on this this festival that Ray's talking about. Oh, geez. So are you now voting no. us to do this festival, Dane? <laughs> oh, it's happening. As soon as it's done, Ray and I are going to be shooting the shit. We're going to get the bands ready. <laughs> we're going to make a pitch Jillian, and we're going. You know, I, I spread a lot. God, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to bother you. We do no, a lot no, of work. No, no, no. You guys go ahead, because I got enough to deal with on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you. I love you. Well, other than that, like, finish the EP, start working on the next things, uh, yeah. keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. Obviously that never stops. Um, <laughs> You're not fo- right now I've been focusing more on trying like Kyle's been helping me try to go over the fear of going like live and stuff like that on Facebook or like doing things like this. I'm not one. I'm not like I say a shy person, but I'm just not one for stuff like this. It's just, like, I'm a quiet person, right? Like normally I you don't really notice me until I really talk. Come hang out with me, man. Dude, I scare the shit out of some people, man. They're like, all of a sudden I start talking, it's like, what the fuck? He speaks? I thought Simon Bob was silent. <laughs> you know what? But, actually, uh, sorry to cut you off there, right? You know what that guy reminds me of? Uh, what's the um, the guy from Slipknot that doesn't speak too much? He's got the pinheads. Oh, man. Oh, the guy left. Didn't he leave or something? No, no, no. He didn't leave. It's um, Craig. So there's a funny story while you were talking there saying that, you know, you're, you're silent a lot of the time until you speak. I could honestly hear that story. Corey Taylor was talking about Craig where people say, why doesn't Craig talk? And it's because he doesn't talk. He, he's more <laughs> of a shrug and just kind of do the old hmm, fuck, whatever. And, but when you talk, it's fucking frightening because he's a serial killer. Almost. He just kind of creeps beside you like Jesus Christ, Craig. So <laughs> there, there is some truth to that for you, too, because I know sometimes when you don't say anything, you say something like, holy fuck, where, where'd you come from? <laughs> I tend to freak people out, you know. That's OK. But uh, Like I said, do more live things. 
trying to do the vlog thing, record as much as we can while we're recording. So hopefully we can get some more vlogs going for the YouTube channel. Um, we got a huge, we're gonna start, actually I was gonna say, we, we got a promotion we're gonna start doing hopefully the next couple days, maybe a week. We're gonna do a board giveaway, the like and share thing. Uh, I forget, I think Kyle, you were talking about uh, what exactly it was. Yeah, so, so I'll just, uh, so Ray has been awesome uh, in getting us, uh, and we had this skateboard giveaway uh, on our December 12th show. It was initially going to be like, who could be the loudest? But, you know, Trish was there and it was her birthday. So we thought, well, you know what? Let's just give it to her for her birthday. I think it, that's only fair. And yep. we, you, you've probably seen it on the band's Instagram. It's the Savage Board with the zombies, you know, command, in, like in the lyric, uh, will the crush command the dead, right? So we had a couple extra boards and Ray came up with the idea, let's do a giveaway. So we were talking about the giveaway. So this is how we're going to have the giveaway go. Okay, we'll get you a skateboard too, Dane. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay, we'll get you one, buddy. I'm actually getting more made, Dane. Don't worry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And we'll just give it to you. Um, so how how this contest is going to go. To enter this contest, uh, we'll start this probably when this podcast drops, hopefully in a couple of days, is that we're going to uh, get you guys and how to enter it. You have to uh, like the post of the con of the contest on our Instagram or Facebook. You have to like both accounts, the Instagram account, the Facebook account. And if you feel so inclined to do so, like our face, our YouTube channel. And the third and final thing you have, uh, you have to do is you have to tag three people in the comments of the contest promotion post that we're going to put up. So we'll let that go to about maybe February. Was that give it a month or so? Yeah, about a month, month a bit. We're we're talking. We'll 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 hammer out those details. It's either going to be in the middle of February, or the middle of March. We we haven't figured that out yet, but that's uh, how we're going to do it. And then we're going to tally all the names, write them on a little paper, put them in a hat, and then we'll do a a live post, uh, saying it. And then in, once the live post is done, we'll uh, post it up on our Instagram page, and then you get the skateboard, and yeah. maybe and maybe a few other little things. Yeah. We've got tons of merch coming in, so yeah, I'm working on more. Yeah, slowly trying to get into different ideas, different areas, right? Try to grow the the band as much exposure as possible because any exposure is good exposure nowadays. Um, yeah, pretty much. What else? Uh, just trying to grow us and hopefully start jamming soon and uh, get back on doing shows and stuff like that and playing again. Mm-hmm. I know, like the, we had that one show set up with. Uh, Lost in the Deadlights, was it? And, yeah, and Halfway to Hell. Uh, halfway through Hell, sorry. Yeah, and then it just fell apart because of yeah. COVID. Yeah, it is hopefully what it is, man. To, yeah, hopefully we can get back to doing shows or something like that. But yeah, fair other enough. Than that, other than that, just try and get by. Good, Getting pretty good at barely getting by, you know what I mean? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So with um, just kind of showing love in the scene and whatnot, We've played with a few bands. We know a few bands, that sort of thing. So where would you rank or what would be your known particular order? What are your like top five or top six uh, local bands and the 705 scene that you've, you want to give a shout out to or, or respect that sort of thing? I know we all love everybody. We all get along. We try to support everybody, but what would be your top five or six? Um, locally? Yes, I don't know yes. if Parkle Park is part of our local scene or not. Uh, yeah. I've just them. Um, Barry band. 
I've listened to them quite a bit on uh, what I've seen on Facebook, and they're really good. I love listening to that. Plus, uh, I know Eric Hannabaum had my buddy had a little bit of a help in what they did. Um, obviously, Dead Beyond Fear guys are great. I talked to Mark uh, a lot lately. We've been usually shooting the shit about different things. He's been helping me with uh, trying to. He's gonna help me with a little bit of video stuff and like stuff like that and editing, just learning how to do it right. Um, what else? Obviously. Lost in the Deadlights, Rob. I talk to Rob constantly. Great guy. Fucking awesome guy. Um, the band we play with as well. Uh, oh, the last band, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, the last band that played. Like the headliner? Yeah, the headliner. And then the one we were going to play with. The, okay. the guys in, in the uh, Act of Violence. Yeah, in the was, Act of Violence. Yeah, that and was, then Halfway Through Hell. Yeah, Halfway Through Hell. Halfway Through Hell, the boys from Masega here. Yeah. So... There's a cut, and obviously there's other bands that go along with right? like X Worm Husk, you know, like you guys don't know more, but still I love listening to your CD, dude. I still mm-hmm. listen to it. Actually, I listened to it two days ago. And then appreciate hope, it. I want I want I want to touch basis because you know what? Why not? Like this is the podcast, people listen to this, so here we go. Ray brought it up, so let's let's talk about it. Ryan okay. has a band going called Death Moose. Um it's gonna be really cool. It's gonna be super fucking basically be like worm husk, just like crazier death metal worm husk. Mm-hmm. Um myself and my little brother have a band that we can't really release too much about now, but the lineup literally just came together today, a hundred percent today. Um, perfect. So yeah, um, we're really stoked on that. We have some shit that we've been working on. And we just kind of want to drop everything together rather than just like, hey, this is our band. And then, hey, we're going to drop this song. We're just going to be like one day, boom, you're just going to see this Facebook page pop up. This band promo shots, music videos, single. It's all ready to go. (laughs) And there'll be uh, a podcast uh, showcase episode, I imagine. (laughs) Not like we don't know people to get them in there. (laughs) I'll I'll talk to the two guys. I know we'll see what we can do. But um, (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, it's it's super exciting. Hey, hey, you, and, might need, um, you might need a third co-host because this one, the one host is a little biased because he's part of that uh, said uh, podcast. You might yeah. need someone like me to interview you. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Don't don't do <laughs> I won't pull, I won't pull any punches either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, it, Avenged it's Sevenfold super- or Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> so is it Avenged Sevenfold with two Ds or one D? Is it Avenged Sevenfold with the Rev or Avenged Sevenfold without the Rev? That's like I've actually seen Avenged Sevenfold with all four drummers. I've seen them with the Rev the second last show before he passed away. I've seen them with Mike Portnoy, with Aaron Illajay, and Brooks Wackerman. Yeah, they got more drummers than Pearl Jam. Actually, Pearl Jam keeps stealing drummers from other bands. That's true. They really do. All right, Chili Peppers, huh? Matt Cameron, Mm. Soundgarden. (laughs) So, which one is it, bud? With or without the Rev, dude? Oh, okay. Uh, I have to answer. Um, Yeah, I'm asking the questions here, motherfucker. All right, all right. Um, This or that? Let's change it around. With the Rev. With the Rev, eh? My favorite Avenged album is the uh avenge sevenfold self-titled album um which has afterlife 
uh, Dear God, A Little Piece of Heaven. A Little Piece of Heaven is so just unrated. I can't even get into it. I could go on forever. It could be a whole episode. It could be a whole season of me talking about Avenged Sevenfold. So I take it that would be your favorite song then, but uh my favorite song by them is not on that album so pray tell what is this song i want to save this for the interview when they actually have a band there bud <laughs> my favorite song. I, I just want to put it i just want to turn around you know <laughs> yeah yeah no no it's fine Come on, you know me i like screwing around with people i know you do i know you do <laughs> i love it i'm mother i'm motherfucker jones let's go hey dude like i told you man i'm quiet and then when i'm not quiet that's when you gotta be scared see now i'm not quiet now I'm, I'm not scared. scared. <laughs> I'm ready to go. We could talk all night. Let's go. Um, my favorite Avenged Sevenfold song is Nightmare off the Nightmare album. That is a solid song. It is. And then second favorite on Holy Confessions and third favorite is Beast on the Harlot. Beast on the Harlot is my favorite song off the City of Evil album. Um, nice. Backcountry, yeah. Beast on the Harlot, that much more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I like backcountry because of the tempo and the speed of it and everything. It just it's kind of like an old kind of like that old punk style fast beat that, that drives yeah, me to the little blast beat shit. Yeah, all right. It's just like it just very fast. Oh, I love it. It's great. All right, Kyle, do you, do you want to wrap it up or do you want me to wrap it up? Yeah, you go ahead and wrap it up, bud. All right, so. Ray, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to shoot the shit with us. No um, brought up a lot of good topics, a lot of good things that just kind of need to be talked about. We learned a lot about you. We learned a lot about ourselves. I mean, Kyle learned shit about you. We've all <laughs> learned stuff about each other. Hey, I've, I've always told him to ask. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> awesome. So um, thank you so much for coming out onto Guitar Gossip. Um, Thanks for having me. We, Anytime, anytime. We always, as you know, because you're a big fan, you listen to us all the time. We always play our guests out on a track they want to be played out on that they're involved in. So what are we doing? <laughs> uh, what's one's already been done before? Because I know we were on it. He, Kyle was on it once and then we were on it once. Okay. So the first time I do, I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, that was walk away. Okay, so it was Walk Away, and then Guitar Gossip was Burn the Witch for sure because I uh, came up and did vocals with you guys for Burn the Witch at our show together. So Walk Away and Burn the Witch, we've already done. Uh, let's go with the Anarchy Rises. All right. <laughs> okay, so when this episode fades out, it's going to be Anarchy Rises by Battlescarred, which we have... Ray, the bass player, and our co-host Kyle, the rhythm guitar player. So there you guys go. Um, Kyle, do you got anything you want to say just to kind of wrap it up? Uh, just uh, thanks very much, buddy, for um, for jumping on and uh, having a good conversation with us. And, uh, you know, helping keeping the scene alive, man. Not just the band, but just keeping the scene alive. So that's, uh, that's awesome. Thank you so very much. Uh, for everybody out there, just... Um, Keep plucking away and uh, we'll have another new episode for you within a couple of weeks. Uh, we're actually going to be going on to a showcase and then possibly another showcase shortly after that. So keep your ears tuned for that. Other than that, uh, we're just going to play out uh, on something really heavy and loud and chaotic. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Ray for on. And as always uh, from myself and my awesome 
main co-host uh Daniel disaster we thank He's you guys flashing for listening gang signs <laughs> yeah flashing gang signs uh, <laughs> thank you so very much yeah thank you so very very much for listening to the second episode of the second season everybody have a great time we'll see you in a couple of weeks and right now we're gonna play anarchy rises by the band battle scars Scar!